0: What's good everyone? Welcome back to the Respect the Combat uh, podcast show and today's episode we're going to touch on PS5 versus Xbox Series X launch day and we review on those new uh, gaming co- platforms and also we got updates on the NFL and of course the uh, pay-per-view review of AEW full gear from last Saturday and much more.
1: What's up, guys, and welcome back to episode seven of the Respect the Combat podcast. And for those that may have been living under a rock for the last couple of months, my name is Mr. Doniz Key, and with me, as always, is my co host with Lamos, Mr. Trico Fullerton. What's up, man?
0: What's good, what's good, everyone? I hope everyone's having a good week, a good weekend or day, and whatever you may are. Enjoying
1: Um, those $400, $500 consoles
0: for the lucky ones? Yeah, it's officially launch week for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X.
1: We'll get to that later, but, yeah, that and a whole lot more this week. (laughs) But, as always...
0: Shall we get started with everything? What's our first topic, man?
1: Well, you know we got to go through that mainstream as usual, but this week we can't go remiss without referencing somebody who we all remember. I don't think unless you were born in like the 2005 and later, you may not have too much of a connection with this guy, especially around your grandparents. But for everybody that was born pre-2005, 2005, we got to say, rest in peace to Alex Trebek, man, to be honest.
0: I mean, for those who have watched the the Jeopardy shows, they probably wouldn't know it yet.
1: I'm saying, like, if you lived with your grandparents, man, that's why I brought it up. That's why I said, if you lived with your grandparents, because that's all my grandparents were watching. Like, if I was there Overnight, just chilling from class, it was like, oh, yeah, 7, 6, six we were eating dinner. 7 o'clock, Will, and 7.30, Jeopardy. That was my childhood. So, I have fond memories of that. But, yeah, with that being said. And I also, you-
0: mentioned, um, the host that uh- I that used to be the host for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire also died, like, like two weeks ago as well.
1: Regis. Yeah, Regis. Yeah. Which, I don't think we touched on it, did we? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy to think. We're losing so many cultural and generational icons this year, and yet this year's gone completely insane. And yet we're in the latter half of it coming into no- November, man. midway no through November. But speaking of December, switching o- gears over a little bit, 12-22-2020, the official start of the 2020-2021 NBA season is confirmed. I don't think it should be confirmed, but right then and there, just because some of these athletes have not seen their families in months, and now they're getting ready to go into a possible five to six month quarantine days before the Christmas. So I don't know, man.
0: But, but, um, but... here is the project timeline for the next season as they go forward. And so it will be a seventy-two game regular season. Training camps are open on December first. Regular season is to start on December twenty-second. Uh, Regular season to end on May 16th, and the NBA Finals will finish no later than July 22nd.
1: Okay, so it's just gonna be weird till we get to the 2021. At sports across the board, it's gonna be weird until we get to the 2021 2022 seasons. I'll just be real with that. However, speaking of people that are actually trying to do good, the Buffalo Bills fan base has raised over a hundred thousand for children's hos for a children's hospital in honor of Josh Allen's grandmother. I think for the Buffalo community, that is a massive, just family building and just showing the growth and unity when it comes to that area and that whole organization, what they've done for the city of Buffalo. So I'm um, for that. And then just to move on, the current Ravens QB, QB, excuse me, Lamar Jackson, with that win last week, I don't want to say it because I'm still triggered over the fact it was against the Colts, but he officially tied Dan Marino for the best 30-game NFL quarterback start of all time. So in his first two seasons of being the Ravens QB at 25 and five ties Dan Marino. Crazy, right? Yeah. And then let's say the playoffs NFL playoffs were starting this weekend. Don't you
0: think? Yeah, that will be a, let's just say they were.
1: Yeah. Well, with everything that I was looking at, the whole stay, all the standings, and as of this week, if the playoffs were starting Saturday, it would be AFC, the Bills, Chiefs, Steelers, and Titans getting the divisions with those possibly in the wild cards, but fighting over them. The Ravens, the Colts, the Raiders, and the Dolphins. Me and Trico will be arguing with each other. But it's between over who gets some wild card slots. But that's where the AFC stands. The NFC, very tricky, especially since one of these teams have not even hit 500 yet, and they probably won't for the rest of the season. Eagles, Seahawks, Packers, and the Saints would win the division. And the Cardinals, Bucks, Bears, and Rams would be fighting over wild card slots. But we all know the Bucks would get one of those wild card slots anyway. Which is weird to say. Just because they're in a division with the Saints, they would not get that wild card. They would not get the division with the Buccaneers. But is there any team of those 16 that I listed you're surprised here, right now, in contention for the playoffs.
0: I mean, like I said, uh, anything can change between now and when the playoff starts um, in January. But if it starts this well, this weekend, as it, if it was right now, um, yeah. I think that the leaders will stay the same, but the wild cards might change.
1: Yeah, NFC would obviously be Bucks and. Most likely the Rams, AFC, whoo, Ravens because they beat the Colts. And then the other one will be a toss-up for the AFC. So I'm glad there's still time. And as I've always viewed the NFL, just get to December. If you're in December, you're in the playoff hunt in the playoff picture. If you're not even considered for the playoffs come December, Just focus on trying to stay healthy and get draft picks. But don't throw games. But speaking of throwing games and being stupid, imagine a 2-5 team taunting an 8-0 team, Trico. Imagine this. So the Bengals, once again, try to disrespect the Steelers by basically stomping and wiping their butts with a terrible towel and then posted it on social media. The last time they did this, Carson Palmer walked out of that game with a broken leg. And they're playing this weekend. Your thoughts on that? You're uh, muted, bro.
0: Yeah. Uh, let me just say, that's going to be a very interesting game when it, when uh, when the Steelers meet the, the Cincinnati on that. <laughs> It's gonna be very interesting that that on my part. At the scene what what just happened on social media, mm-hmm mm. mm, mm. can not wait for that game. And here's the like I said, two and five,
1: not even sniffing the playoffs, trying to taunt a division rival that's eight 0 and, and the and they're trying to be the ones to snap their win streak. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not happening. One and two, you just the Steelers are one of the few teams left in the league that still respect a legacy, the legacy of their franchise. Like the terrible towels, some of the veterans still help some of the veterans, and some of the retired players still help some of the rookies. And I know this personally, and I hate to say it like this, but the Colts kind of just rebrand themselves every so often to where. Like, they painted over the faces of Peyton, Edron James, and a few others. And in the Lucas Oil, like, rebranded the stadium and then paint over everybody. That was the Colts. But you will not find that with the Titans. And a part of their legacy is that terrible towel. So to disrespect that, well, we're about to see some dead bangles this weekend. And
0: if if there's any bagels left after that game.
1: they will be two and six for sure. It's just how are they going to finish the season? And that's non-COVID oriented. And then.
0: They ain't doing bad because the Chargers, Houston, Jacksonville, the Jets got more lost record than them. True,
1: but it's only two games. It's only two by a game. So they've only got it by a game or two. So. Not something to brag about, and we're in the second half of the season. And speaking of making it to the Super Bowl and second half, second half to the playoffs, the weekend is officially the Super Bowl 55 headliner for the halftime show next
0: year. Yeah, that news uh, just came up. It uh, just popped out on my uh, Yahoo Sports uh, notification. I'm curious about this just for the fact that
1: the NFL is going to have, like, limited capacity in North America, in Florida, for the Super Bowl. So I'm curious to see how they do this, especially the performance. Because you know, like, maybe two sections of any stadium could easily be on that field at any given one time when it comes to the halftime show. So I'm curious to see how they pull that off.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be interesting. Is, that is the weekend going to do the performance by himself? Because normally um, it's Super Bowl halftime shows, not only you have the headliner, but also other artists is going to come in and join with the, with the headliner. So uh, just like last year, we had two doubleheaders with Jennifer Lopez and, Sha- and Shakira last year, which was great uh, last year at, at the Sunlight Stadium. But um, like you said, it's going to be very interesting of how they're going to do the, the, the halftime performance show. Again, weekend is confirmed, but the question is, is more artists going to join in and how are they going to um, be able to, uh, to put the performance together? How with, many uh, background
1: 20... dancers can they even clear?
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, is there going to be background dancers or how they're going to be able to shoot this up? That's all into question.
1: So we talked about December football and December and after December afternoon football, let's touch on it a little bit more, but December sixth, which this is just, when I was reading this headline and watching it, I was like, this is a Fox tie-in I wish they didn't do. And just air them after all the games, after the second half. So it's not throwing anything off. However, the, WWE alongside Fox NFL Sunday afternoon on December 6th will be airing their 2020 tribute to the troops special at the quote unquote Thunderdome. So I guarantee you it's going to be a pre-tape with the timing for specifically millinery personnel and their families. I don't know how they're going to do that. Get the clearance and with capacity because of 2020, but it'll be interesting. And then also it's either gonna be, if you have the early game on your Fox equivalent, it'll be a 430 EST. If you have the late game, it'll be a three EST. So that'll just be interesting to see that entire put together and it'll just be confusing because of the time zones.
0: And I think the Tribute you show, I think it's going to be their first time airing on Fox because um, uh, back in the uh, the past year. They've
1: aired on USA ever since they started.
0: Yeah, and I think they did one show on NBC, if I'm I'm, not mistaken. Yeah, it's it's
1: always been Fox or – it's always been USA or NBC, which has always been a universal equivalent. So I'm wondering, that's something for another time and another discussion for another time. On why they switched from Universal to to Fox for this, so another network.
0: Yeah, we'll but, get more up on that. They never discussed the the, the actual time. They just said what the, the date on there. But well, we'll have more info uh, to to the upcoming tribute to the Troop show. And to be honest,
1: that may not be something Fox and I mean USA and Universal wanted but something they got that I don't think the fans wanted to see or wanted to know, but Nia Jax being injury-prone is at it again. Latest victim, Mandy Rose. And here's the funny thing. Mandy was not competing in a match with her. It was Asuka. In a random brawl, Nia hit her with the same bump that took Bailey out of a Survivor Series match. No, out of SummerSlam, it was Becky, she took out a Survivor Series with a stiff right hook. But who knows, Mandy, she's still in as of right now for Survivor Series, which...
0: Again, it's not serious, it's just a little minor, so we'll, we'll have to keep an update on that if she's still going to be a part of the women's Raw team for Survivor Series.
1: Okay, we'll get to that next week, but the way they've done Raw... The le- the way they've portrayed every Survivor Series scene, I understand you can't do the Raw versus SmackDown or Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT angle like you did the last few years. This year, just because of personnel size in Amway, just to keep the numbers down in Amway, you can't do any invasion storylines or trying to blur the lines between Raw, and SmackDown, or Raw some main roster and NXT, but It's just weird to have the team shooting instead of trying to unify. But I get the point of trying to set up stuff for TLC. But was Mandy Rose the only athlete injured this week? Ah, no. And unfortunately, this one is confirmed out of what her next title fight and that athlete being... The lioness of the UFC, Amanda Nunez. And this one wasn't confirmed on social media, however, and this is what scares me. Medical reasons, unconfirmed medical reasons with a virus, life-threatening virus thrown around. Yes, she's in her early 30s, but still. We don't know. We just know she's out of December 256 next month. UFC see 256 next month. And Megan Anderson has to wait till 2021 for a title fight. Did you know about that one before I wrote it in the notes, man? Cause...
0: Yeah, yeah. And um I'm still waiting on the update of uh, that uh, when the uh when that fight is gonna happen, because I'm I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen um on UFC twenty fifty seven. Two fifty seven it...
1: in January? I don't know. No, because- I don't I
0: don't think it's going to happen
1: in quarter one because I think the quarter one UFC pay-per-views have already confirmed their title fights. Yeah. Because even Anderson was like, I just got off a five-month training camp, five to six week. So the last two months training, she still had another month of training to get to Nunes. And Nunes pulled up was unable to meet the fight.
0: So if it's not going to happen at, at 257, then it must be going to be our 258 because there's... No- don't
1: speculate for right now. I say don't speculate for right now. Just wait because they mass announce a lot of main events to cards and some cards all at once. So wait to the next UFC press conference before you even speculate because I, I mean- do not want to anticipate when they're going to pull the trigger on any title fight. Because, heck, we still have Juan versus Israel coming up in early 2021. And we still have other few title fights we got to get to, including who's taking Habib's place or if Habib is coming back to the UFC or somebody convinced him to come back. And for a little bit, let's hop into this next uh, fact of A certain seven-footer who's been the loudmouth of TNT since the NBA on TNT is now All Elite. And that seven-foot loudmouth is Shaquille O'Neal. I was watching the promo, and I was like, why do you have a model, basically a model and trainee, trying to roast an evp and all this stuff she was talking and then the last the last word that came out of her mouth before she virtually got in brandy's face smacked, gave her a love tap and it walked off with nothing not even getting a stank eye by either roads was Shaq. i'm like and it confused me because I'm like, that's the only promo I think I've seen where I'm like, where is Brandy Rhodes? Because that's all it was leading to, like Brandy to say something, getting up in her face, and get very uncanny. Even Jr. had to stop Tony Schiavone from what he was thinking, and I'm like, <laughs> you were watching
0: NXT this week, so.
1: No, you watch
0: it live, so I know you. Nah, no, I, I was able to record both. So that after I watched one, I want to go watch the next one. But I did watch that promo. Okay, because uh, when she mentioned uh you can't defeat this giant, I was like, who giant is who she was gonna say? And when she said Shaq, I'm like, hold up, wait a minute. Is he all elite now because I told you before, because like he's been doing some um some wrestling training down at um Reality Wrestling, where, where where Booker T runs uh, over there. Yeah, that's why I was like. Yeah. I mm-hmm. thought he was coming back for a
1: WWE run and a rematch with show, with Big Show, but to show up in AEW and feud it with Cody, I'm like, this is so left field. It would have been either go with AEW and feud with freaking Jericho. In the inner circle rather than go straight for Cody. So I'm intrigued by this. I would much rather see Mike Tyson feud with uh, with Jericho. Well, that one has history just like Shaq and Jericho have history. Mm. And did Charles Barkley like write this angle? <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, AEW, TNT. I know, that's where the connection goes, and why I think this happened especially depending on when they set this up, it's either going to be around me, all-star break, or it's going to be during when they premiere next month when Shaq makes his debut and actually competes. And here's the crazy part, and why I think Charles Barkley has something to do with this angle, because you know he's going to have a... This is like a Charles Barkley fantasy seeing Shaq get the crap beat out of him and booed at the same time. You got to think. <laughs> How
0: many times have you watched, have we watched Shaq and Charles Barkley like, argue? Every single time when you watch uh, NBA on TNT Thursday nights. Exactly.
1: That's why I'm like, this is a Charles, like Charles Barkley might die of like just happiness seen Shaq get booed and beat up and there's nothing he leak and there's nothing he can do about it as soon as he debuts
0: I mean uh for the way for based on that promo they uh, I can hardly expect they are going to build this match, uh uh as a David versus Goliath match and Cody was saying he's the uh, the giant killer and now uh this-
1: he said that well beforehand yeah they said that in the more heelish promo that he cut going into the match with Darby. So well, they're using past promos on Cody now.
0: Yeah, well, based on the promo they just had on Wednesday, that's how they're they building up this um, this uh, rivalry right now, with um, Cody Rose being the giant killer as a right top of a giant.
1: Well, we – Touch on Cody, but was Cody with the TNT title? And why was he, we're talking let's talk about the real face of TNT because he's got the title now. And the other new champs with a little bit of full gear, our thoughts on full gear. And that new face of TNT is the new TNT champion, Darby Allen, as well as the new AEW World Tag Team Champions, the young fox both matches needed new champion both titles needed new champions that were not under Orlando branding and Orlando establishment, so I'm grateful for both of them. I just feel like Darby kind of got caught casted as a secondary player because he went straight off it and went to uh, Just rekindling a few with Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. So, just
0: we we both predicted new champs.
1: Yeah, this, these two were the matches we predicted new champs. The only one that we were wrong with, I think, when it came to the title matches was Nyla and Sheeta because we both felt Nyla because honestly, Vicky's the best promo in the women's division. She does not need a straight man. She just needs Nyla to stand there. But really, without Nyla, Vicky's still the best promo. And there was, you could kind of count this as a title match. That was, it was set up at full gear, but it didn't happen at full gear. December 2nd, 2020, the quote-unquote rematch between John Moxley and Kenny Omega for the AEW World title. I'm going Kenny just because, like I said last week, AEW needs more focus on homegrown talent versus ex-WWE talent. But then also December 2nd gives Mox enough time to fulfill his obligation to New Japan and that IWGP United States championship that he has not defended since February due to, Corona and due to AEW, his AEW contract.
0: Yeah, good. I think this will be a good time that um, Massey can drop the title on December 2nd because he nearly held the title, like, for for a year, and he beat already beaten Chris Jericho's reign as AEW champion. And um, he's basically beaten everyone that that's put in front of him as challengers. So he ain't got nothing much else to prove. And I think uh, December second, when it comes, I think this will be the time that uh, Kitty and Omega will be the new champs. And plus, with the Young Bucks as tag team champs, the the All Elite Group will ever be all champions.
1: Yeah, the new all, basically the J- new Japan All Elite Group, elite, not what they tried to do R- post ROH going into now, which, I think. Having Cody in there, Cody kind of fa- faded out almost from the start, and then Hangman, they broke him off easily. And then, but that wasn't the only thing discussed on Dynamite this week, but we got the return of a Brit, an angry little Brit, and that crazy psycho Pac. And I'm keeping it PG for a reason, and I asked you about this, but Pack is back. We're getting the feud that kind of was expected between Pac and Eddie Kingston because of the implosion of the Lucha Bros. And it's starting next week with
0: Pac versus the Blade. But, yeah, it's been, it's been months since um, uh, but Pac has been on uh, AEW for months, so it's Revolution good. I think
1: was his last big. Like March is when he stopped coming, but his last big feud was the Orange Cassie one back in February. Yeah, I think that that, that match happened at Revolution, right? Yeah, that was Revolution when they went one on one because right after that, Orange Cassie went into the Jericho feud.
0: Yeah, so it's great to, uh, to, to finally uh, see him back. And then uh, looking forward to his match against the Blade next week, and possibly his rivalry going into against Eddie Kingston.
1: Yeah, this is st- stage one, and I'll be honest. And the reason I say Mox has to drop the title to defend that U- new Japan title, which he'll probably drop because of contracts and all that jazz, unless he resigns. Part of it is due to the fact Pac had a travel ban on him. he It was either go home or have a travel ban on him because there's still a travel ban from, you complain about where's Riho and a lot of the girls that Kenny tried to put over in the women's division. Like a lot of them went back to Japan to focus more on their obligations. I think the only one that stayed from the group in Japan was Sheeta, But with a lot of that, still having a travel ban or in some people's case take the travel out to the u.s but you can't do nothing for 14 days once you land from japan yeah it's just crazy so it's either stay in north america stay in japan and work or be off tv for two weeks just to get back on tv in a AEW Dark match. So I'm not bad at any of them. It's just it's blatant where the hole in the division is. And then I don't really talk like talking about dynamites, on um, dynamites, and weekly shows as I've touched on here, unless they have huge like implications and storyline development. And this week we actually had not only a title change on NXT, but also, to be exact, we had a title change on NXT, which was like some universe mode garbage, and <laughs> also the ghost of Halloween Havoc was revealed, which it was speculated and confirmed that the ghost was impressive. Indy Hartwell and here's where this gets interesting the bidding war for a former world a certain former world champion just got a lot more interesting you've got usa with their ammo has her best friend and former tag team partner tnt has a lot of her favorite opponents and her father Where does Tessa end up
0: in 2021? I say AEW. uh, 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 It'll be interesting if if WWE gets her and goes to NXT. Because you're not going to be going on to the main roster. I don't think they're going to do her like that. So, it's either going to I think they
1: might. If she goes to WWE, I think they might because they need some star power because they can – SmackDown can't ride on Sasha – Just Sasha forever. And, Um, yes, Asuka's been holding it down for a while. But as we saw Monday, geez, like, Asuka will – has nobody, really. Like, she is an afterthought and has nobody again.
0: Okay. If Tessa's going to be debuting in the main brand, I would say debut her at the Royal Rumble. All
1: right. So, we'll see come late January in your eyes. Because I feel like Mania season would be very interesting. But the universe mode garbage that we were talking about, an enhancement talent by the name of Leon Ruff, (laughs) is now the North American champion. And let me tell you how insane this is. Because I looked this up last night when it happened. I looked this up when it happened to confirm my thoughts. Johnny Gargano before that match was like the NXT version, NXT male version, of what Sasha's singles champion streak was. Exactly. Exactly. Get the title, drop it. Get the title, drop it. Sasha broke the jinx last week when she beat Bayley. But did Johnny Gargano? No. The answer is nope. And why are you going to try and find a – get scared over somebody that's not even in the match? Like, Damian Priest touched you, is touches you, you basically break the jinx by being a scumbag. But now this is just going to be the funniest thing. My question is, why are we about to do hot potato with the North American title again? Because you know Leon Ruff is going to drop it during his first title defense.
0: Bro, I ain't seen nothing this bad since um, Umaga lost his intercontinental title back to Santino, who wasn't even a wrestler at the time. Oh, so
1: the la- Santino's re- debut.
0: Yeah, I- he
1: was like you know how they always put plants and enhancement talent in the crowd. That's what that came down to, and that's what set it up. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> that's just crazy that. Leon Ruff, who's just been enhancement talent, is now. And I'll also say this. The next generation of the Dudley boys are debuting in AEW next week on
0: Dynamite. I am very interested to see how they perform. I am very A- interested. A.K.A. Top Flight, a.k.a. the sons of To the table
1: yeah like the fact that like who's getting the title, Tams or Terrell and the fact they're the sons of a two time Hall of Famer in the industry this is one of the matches and there's already a mini story in it that I really like to get to and you could easily build a feud off of what the Bucks did at Full Gear when they won Because one of the moves they used, one of the tag team moves they used, was a 3D. So they could easily come out as heels and say they disrespected the legacy of their father by using the 3D and not winning the match with the 3D. Mm. So, but yet, the Bucks won the titles with an injured... And I guess this is my only complaint with Full Gear. Because Shida Nyla was working over Sheeta's knee, right knee for the entire match, right? After Vicky basically caved it in with Shida's own kendo stick, but yet how Shida wanted was like six knees to the face with her right knee, the same knee that Nyla had been working over.
0: I mean, hold on—if you think about it, she she showed some strength during that match, so it was... The was Falcon very- Arrow
1: to Nyla, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like it downplayed it a little bit. The fact she legit used the injured knee that she had, like, six times and beat her with it. At least Darby, when Cody was destroying his left arm the entire match, mm-hmm. like, did not use his arm at all. And just beat him with a roll up with one arm. And it was a deep cradle, so that was cool. But then we talked about the bucks. Matt Jackson is now known to have a partially torn ACL. and the foot that they ca- that FDR k fade pulmonized that same leg, what regardless they FDR started working on over over it and the super kick that ended the match was with that same leg they had been destroying for the last month so i just want storytelling and consistent selling and adaptation to it that's all i want in my wrestling when it comes to aew but speaking of wrestling power struggle was also over the last couple of weeks And with New Japan, and this actually sets up their Wrestle Kingdom, a a few other matches at the Wrestle Kingdom, and what Wrestle Kingdom is for our U.S. viewers that, U.S. listeners that only watch North American sports, Wrestle Kingdom is kind of the Wrestlemania of the promotion. So, Jay White stole and Created history, which I know one of our mutual friends was super excited about, because he is the only man in history to steal the title, ma- the title match from the winner of the G1 Climax, which is their round robin tournament. I think I've gone through that over on this channel, on this podcast. Excuse me, but what? Jay, wait one was getting a title match on January 5th and calling his shot. However, the winner of the G1 Climax, Kota Ibushi, still has a title match against Tetsuya Naito on January 4th. So, for the double gold tw- part two in 2021, we are getting a de- an athletic death match between Naito and Ibushi for the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental titles. And then the winner fights Jay White on January 5th for both the belts. I am scared.
0: Hmm. Who do you think is going to be the champ?
1: Out of Jay. those three on January 4th or January
0: 5th? Yeah, uh, for, the,
1: for, for Jay White's match. Who do you think going to be the champ? I, I don't know who's going in. I think Jay White's going to go out because of injuries. I don't think. And here's the thing. It's either a Bushi wins or we know he's not re signing. Because there's no way he can drop four mat, three or four matches at the Tokyo Dome in a row in two years and re sign the contract. Because, like, is he going after the winner of another match that softly got confirmed because of a briefcase? I don't think so. But. Here's another match that did get confirmed, and that is former older brother versus little brother, and the aerial assassin, Will Osprey versus the Rainmaker, Kazushka Okada. And this is not a brotherly battle anymore. This is, I'm Will Osprey, in his Ric Flair drip, is wanting to come end the legacy of the Rainmaker and surpass his legacy now that he is a heavyweight. And for that one, I don't know, because Okada's record the last, like, three years has not been good at the Tokyo Dome, neither. I don't think he's won a feud at the... He really hasn't, because Jay White beat him 2018. He lost the double gold last year. So I don't know who wins that, because Osprey. Lost last year to Hiromu. And that was really his last act in the junior division was at Elda Hiromu, so it's interesting there. And then Mox versus the New Japan New Japan US Cup winner in Kenta. And that fi- match may finally happen at the Tokyo Dome December 2nd pending for the IWGP US title. And then we've got... I'll probably bring these up over the next month. But Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi are going to face the World Tag League winners. That will get confirmed on December 11th. And then Taiji Ishimori, as of right now, will face the winner of the Best of Super Juniors tournament, which the final will be on December 6th. But, man, this is going to be nuts. Going into 2021... And just to see who really wants to wants it more on everything outside of WWE's main roster to really shine. Like, WWE, we all know what to see. We all kind of see where WrestleMania is going to go. And
0: it's just... Yeah, that's Tempo, what takes the
1: fun out of it, huh?
0: Tampa's going to have a huge event going on first the Super Bowl and then WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, because... Um, To be honest, Tampa is one of the bigger cities that does not have too many restrictions on seating capacity, and everybody wants an in-person event in the States. Let's go to Florida at this point. Let's go to Florida, which is crazy. But with that being said, give us five, and we'll see right then
0: Uber Eats is known for having hot food online, but launching in April, groceries will be added within the app. By adding grocery and convenience stores, they can reach more people who don't want to go out or don't have time to shop. Uber Eats helps out the stores by giving them more visibility and a solid customer base. You can download the Uber Eats app, enter your address, and you will see numerous grocery stores and chains. For an added bonus, Several stores have free delivery and discount codes on special items. Let's go shop!
1: And with that said, we are back. This first half kind of got hit. A lot of
0: recaps and a lot of craziness, right, man? Indeed, indeed. But uh, let's go into some FGC Sports Gaming News update. Oh yeah, but first,
1: the big thing that came out this week, and I want to just get it out the way before we dive in on some lighter news, we're going to talk about the big debate that's probably going to hit gamers for the next year or so, PS5 versus Series X, and we're going to, me and Trico, I want us both to come at it from the first time, this is the first con whichever one I choose is the first console I'd actually own or, and, or I am a Nintendo user, which should I get and why? Go ahead, Trico. So
0: I would say both. And here's why, because, um, you know, I'm a, a PlayStation guy. And also it has more, how I say endurance of the, of the games, um, uh system than the xbox uh xbox series s does and then for, for the nintendo of course you uh they already got the, the nintendo switch and everything but um they're always going to have something new more special and um and, and of course when you're when, when you're going to play um nba smash uh, only on nintendo and that's the only way you can get and then for uh, and going back to the PlayStation 5 and there are only certain games you can get on, on PS5 that you can't get on as far as Like, for example, the, uh, the the new Spider-Man Miles Morales game. Let's
1: talk about the stuff that's only coming out at launch. Only yeah. launch content. Let's discuss yeah, that.
0: that game, yeah, that game is going to be, like, during launch, yeah. But, like, they, they ain't going to have the physical game yet, but it, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to have the demo of it yet.
1: Okay, so you would go just say spend 800 to a grand on these two consoles and get them both
0: but um i just give my both reason why both is good but it all depends on uh, do you really want to spend them on both or you want to get one at a time
1: yes that's, that's so i'm to the type of get either or and not pick yes i'm a playstation guy however i'm gonna have to go with the series x and i'm gonna break it down by hard drive space for one, which is really only half a, barely over half a terabyte. So about three-fifths of terabyte, so 600, 660 gigabytes of space to store games, which 4K content, that could easily, base games, not even DLC content, six, seven games, less if you include DLC content at 4K quality which the PS5 will offers a lot in 4K, but a lot of stuff's going to be doled down in complex. So that's a big issue with me. And then compared to the Xbox having almost a terabyte and a half of space and offering a way larger library of backward compatible legacy games. So... It's all about what you're into, and then also when it comes to what got released at launch, there are a lot more Xbox, like newer Xbox games that are not just remasters that got released versus the PS5, where it seems like every game, including Miles Morales, is a remaster from a PS4 game. So that's what scares me for right now. Will my opinion change? Yeah. And then here's also another big kicker with the PS5. Other than the fact it is not natural disaster durable compared to the Series X. And what I mean by that, you have to mount it and stand it on its side for it to even work because the design is almost like an hourglass when it comes to the PS5 versus simply a speaker box for the Series X. Roughly the same price, different, and this is it, and like I said, to jump this discussion off, it's more so depending on, this is more for those that don't have either, and, and or this is the first console you're buying yourself, not... Hey mom, I want to get this for Christmas. Hey mom, can I get this? Hey
0: mom, can I get that?
1: No. If you have no stake in it, if this the first console, first piece of hardware that you're getting, get the Series X, not the PS Five, unless you're really into the like the PlayStation exclusive games that were on the PS Four and just want the most recent upgrade.
0: Yeah, that's why I'm waiting uh, a year to buy uh, to buy the PS5 because um, there were going to be some new games uh, coming out because um, they already mentioned uh, during the uh, the D.C. Uh, fandom that um, the new D- D.C. games is coming out. Um, you might get new 2Ks coming out and pretty other more uh, well, games. Well,
1: 2K21 is basically a remaster because we have the 2K21 on the PS4.
0: Yeah, but based on the discussion we had on the 2K21, which is ridiculous, but um, – but that's why I wait for 2K22 to play on that. Yeah. Are you talking about a
1: uh, WWE? I thought you were talking about.
0: No, nah, the one we discussed on on the previous episode of NBA 2K21 and all this features that you. Oh, did. I
1: thought you were talking about WWE 2K21. I'm like, oh god, no.
0: No, 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 no! Not that. That's out that of the books. No, we we talking I'm talking about NBA 2K.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah, I did see some of it, and I'm like, I'm for it. But it all depends. And then, yeah, I do think, other than that, just do your research, do your homework. Don't just drop, right now, four or five hundred bucks just because you want to. And then, with that being said, let's get into this DLC content, man. And this Mm -hmm. DLC review within the fighting game community of this past week. Because... Yes, next week we're talking about Rambo, Molina, and Rain and how they fare. But this week, we are talking about a Blade, a Kunai Queen that we have not seen since Tekken. Ta- she was in Tag 2, right? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think... she was in Tag 2, but the only game she really was play. there were only two games, bef- three before that in the series. She was playable in Tekken 1, 2, and Tag 1. And that being Kunimitsu. But if you are a Lars player, she fits right up your alley. Because she transitions in between stances so fluently. And I love her to death. I might add her to the squad as a decent third. Is she like Yoshimitsu? No, no. But she kind of reminds me of taki from SoulCal. but it still works. go ahead
0: yeah, I think too, uh it's great to have a, a, a old school character uh coming back to uh to the series so it's gonna be interesting um uh, people gonna uh, gonna be playing her and also get to see some um some sneak preview uh content on our character and everything else.
1: Oh yeah, she's going to be good. And then that was not the only thing that came with the season 4 patch. But also we got her stage the Vermilion Gates, which is simply a wall break stage. It it'll be interesting once people see and how to work that, but it'll be fun. And then custom Pac-Man. So your profile could easily be Pac-Man out. Your character could be Pac-Man out. And why Because 2020 is the 40th anniversary of Namco's biggest series of all time. And that being Pac-Man itself. But then also, the season 4 patch and updates included new moves and balance changes for every character. Ooh, this one, I know some people are going to be upset once they go. Once the patch notes get released, I'm not going to read it all for every character but it'll be good just to see that. Second prowess, which is going to analyze every fighter's skill, every player's skill level. So if you go on a losing streak, online, definitely online ranks, you're going to have a lower prowess level. But if you go into a higher, if you have a nasty win streak of like 20 wins straight, you're going to have a higher prow- prowess level and a higher skill rank. And, of course, speaking of ranks, they got reset, both online and online. So, I think my highest was in the greens. Now, I'm looking at the blues. And the lowest rank now is not beginner. Online, it is first in. Crazy, huh? Yeah. And you could get all this pack for $15 in the PlayStation PSN store or the Xbox Live store for a Total Now game net value, if you don't hop in the PSN store this month and get the Tekken 7 base game for 10 bucks, is $185 to get the game season one, season two, season three, and season four. $185 for a five-year-old game. Ain't this is a bubble in if you get the digital. You could probably get the disc version right now on Amazon for literally like twenty
0: bucks. Thoughts on that? Um, as far as the whole uh, DLC is concerned, if they have a, a separate um, breakdown like they like they did with the past uh, DLCs, and they I, I would rather just get uh, a uh, separate by itself. But I don't think that I don't think that's gonna come to, like maybe a couple days or so? At the, no, the, um... it,
1: it came out on Tuesday because I looked in the store and Kunimitsu herself was only five. You had the stage for like three and then you had the pat, updated patch and everything. And then you also, there's another character in another stage to be determined later. So I just got it so I get everything for free. There's another stage... And another character to be determined. So I think that's either spend fi- fifteen now or gonna end up spending like twenty down the line yeah. for just this patch. Mm-hmm. So that's how I see it. Yeah. And do I think it was worth it? Yes. Tekken is still one of the top games in globally. Like Tekken seven, granted Leroy Smith almost killed the killed the game, literally like almost killed the community off of one tournament back in January. Evil Japan sucked. Did you happen to see any of those highlights? Yeah, I saw all those highlights too. Oh yeah, it sucked. And then WWE two k battle rounds. let's talk on this DLC. Before we hop on the rest of the, the use gaming updates. So this last week we got the Usos, William Goldberg, The Animal Batista, Latino um, Heats, Guerrero, Lita, and the Ultimate Warrior. For this week. Yeah. Nah, this was started as of we got Four of these guys on Friday last Friday, yeah. and then three of them Wednesday, and we're getting another three next Wednesday. I don't know why they did it like this, but it's so weird and as of right now, the game, all the characters that I just listed off, total of thirty thousand v c or 40 bucks for the full game. The full game right now is 30, the base game is 35 bucks. I'd say about five ten dollars to not have to worry and just get the coins and then just go nuts on all the DLC characters. But if you feel like grinding, grind up 30,000, you get all this. And my thoughts on this DLC pack I would not have put the Usos as the exact same style, even though they are kind of the same style. But take the New Day, for instance. They've been a tag team and they're a tag team in the game, three separate styles. Gallus and Anderson, established tag team in the game, two separate styles. The Usos, you might as well just play as one because you're playing as both of them. And they have outside of the their signature and finisher, they really have the same moveset.
0: And that's enough said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I think Brie and Nikki Bella was different. Uh, um, yeah, styles were different, right?
1: Yeah, they were different. I believe the veils ones they, they added, which were in the store, the campaign mode, they were different. But the Usos to be the same is kind of a letdown. Yeah, so I don't know how I feel on that one. But till then, we've got the Golden EM DLC that we're going to touch on next week. And just figure out,
0: was he good for you?
1: I tried to quote the trailer and I couldn't do it. My voice is not that annoying. But Molina is back next week. And then... Let's just move on from DLC coverage and touch on a few other gaming updates. We'll stick with wrestling games for now before we just talk about some new things even down to prices when it comes to quote-unquote cash flow and cash lost. But All Elite Wrestling gave had a press conference on Tuesday afternoon, or shall I just say a video, a a live video that announced and confirmed that their console game is next-gen only, but it will be a cross-up with Ukes working with the same director that produced really a cult classic in WWF No Mercy. So... I feel like that will probably be game wrestling game of the generation if they pull it off. That's the same thing I thought with all Battlegrounds, but as long as it's different enough to where fighting styles are different rather than like how Battlegrounds, basically everybody had the same style and the same moveset,
0: I'm for it. Yeah, because the last – Non WWE wrestling game I played was the uh was the T- was the TNA Impact game.
1: Not even th- the Def Jam series.
0: Yeah the uh, the uh, the the only Def Jam uh, we are gonna re- re- reference is uh Fight Free New York. We're not gonna talk about Icon Icon No Gap.
1: I was gonna say either that or Vendetta, which Vendetta was the wrestling game because EA wasn't. Fought with that heavily.
0: And fun but, okay. fact: um, the Def Jam Vendetta was the uh, the untitled s- sequence to WWF No Mercy. They were supposed to do a, a no sequel.
1: Mayhem. It was but, WCW yeah, Mayhem. It was yeah, supposed exactly. to be Mayhem Two, but WCW we all know went out of business and development of the game. Yeah. So WCW Mayhem Two was supposed to be what Def Jam Vendetta was. However, WCW went out of business. During development, and they threw together Def Jam Vendetta, but that's a that's a throw throwing together job done right. But also, what AEW announced at this press conference, a mode that everybody's been wanting. However, it's going to be on mobile. General Manager mode is back with AEW on mobile apps. Thank you, Art Aubrey Edwards if you can pull this off with the way it was presented to where you can actually have matches go in and out of matches on your phone and go in and out of the simulation. I'm looking forward to seeing gameplay vids on that just to see how it works and the price too. Cause I feel like it might be free or what have you. No release dates were giving for either of those two, but a release time frame was given for this last one but really nothing was told about it so an aw mobile casino based game was also revealed set for this winter 2020 release however that's all cody said but nothing else no info on what the gameplay would look like or what it would look like
0: and I mean, it, uh, I don't want to spoil anything just yet until like when we get to like maybe December or January or February, then something will. Uh,
1: December, January, February, maybe when it released. Yeah, like WWE Undefeated comes out next month in less than a month, and they've already like released ga- gameplay footage of that. Which, speaking of Undefeated. It's another mobile game through WWE based off the same art, art style of WWE Mayhem but play style of WWE Immortals. And you can pre-order it now on WWE Undefeated's website and pinning on how many pre-orders they get, you get 1,000 Battle Bucks, 250 gold, or AJ Styles free of charge at launch on December 3rd. So, that'll be fun. And then also, have you heard of the Wrestling Code, which was another I I think it might just be 8-bit console or 8-bit PC game. I don't know what the I forget which direction they're going with. However, their roster keeps growing and These are just the confirmed names that I have on the roster, and it it added a few. Leo Rush, Ken Shamrock, Killer Kelly, EC3, Matt Seidel, Alex Garcia, Shad, and JTG of Crime Time, Enzo, Eve Louise, Shaza McKenzie, The Elijah Express, Elijah Burke, Kenny King, Caprice Coleman, LSG, O'Shea Edwards, Bull James, Congo Kong, Jeff Cobb, Sean Donovan, the Beer City Bruiser, Zach Gowan with the one leg, Victor Benjamin, ODB, PJ Black, RVD, Raven, and as they confirmed this week on their Twitter, Ariana Andrew, which is Cameron, and the Headbangers. And they hinted at a certain. Singapore cane swinging knucklehead from the original ECW, and all they had to do was just post a Metallica song. And you, if you know, you know. But I feel like that game, it once they actually show more and confirm more details, that game could be up there so the PS5 can easily have some stuff. And speaking, and with the PS5. Remote play is also now on the PS4, which I don't know why they would do that, put the PS5 remote play on the PS4, when nobody, people are going to choose one or the other. They're not going to have both, especially going into the holiday season, and you could just make a little bit more money. And then I th- I definitely jumped jump the gun a little bit early on this because they're not going to be out till next week. But some Miles Morales-inspired red and black Adidas will hit stores next Thursday. Which, I'm confused I just want to see them suckers, like, close and not buy a Instagram post. And then Square Enix. Man, what were your thoughts on the Avengers game before I get this?
0: I mean, the uh, the main story but uh, was uh, the main story was great, and um, I'm still looking forward to what they're going to have for DC uh, DLC characters, but nothing had came out yet. So, you know, they lost forty eight million off that game, right? I know, it sucks. Well,
1: considering the fact it it felt like an unfinished game, it felt like two two K twenty just went Marvel, and unfortunately for the MCU and gaming. This is, I want to say, the second time in the last five years where a game that involved heavily the MCU has been trash. The first one, MVCI, that basically support for the game, died after three months. I don't even want to (laughs) know. So I'm hoping... This Avengers game, they can make that money, sum that money back based off DLC, but you never know. If they gave up on it. Because Marvel Infinite, they just straight up gave up on it.
0: And then... Man, this episode button by Click. Click. But uh, we still got some uh, n- more news all day. As um, the next my- week, yeah, yeah. But the Miles Morales inspired. Um, I touched with- on that, man. Yeah. The Miles shoes next Thursday. Yeah, but I want to give my opinion. But um, just think about it. Yeah, once everybody uh buy those shoes, they are gonna be wearing it or uh, for for next Halloween and dress up as uh, as Miles Morales Spider Man. We'll see. Course- we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, yeah, that will be a, um, a huge um, promotion towards the, um, the Miles Morales Spider-Man game as well. Yeah,
1: it'll be a big promotion. If you're saying people wanted those for Halloween, they're about a month late, so they gotta they should have waited to like next September to do the shoes and the game. However, the game's about to overflow the PS5 by about almost a third of the hard drive, but. Unfortunately for us, love y'all, but that's about it for us. Next week, join us as we've got three title matches, actually four, ti- three title matches, Survivor Series, the fate of the NXT title, Battlegrounds versus MK11s DLC, and much more. Till then, much love, guys, and uh, anything else, Trigo
0: nope that's it we'll see
1: y'all next week ct fn bye y'all